Welcome to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast with Rick Fox. We're here to talk about all things insurance, including current events, trends, and strategies for success for independent agencies and carriers. Each episode provides listeners with tips and tricks you can immediately implement from Rick and other leaders from across the industry. And now, here's Rick. Welcome back to another episode of the Vertifor Insurance Podcast, the VIP. I'm the host, Rick Fox. We are recording today from the world headquarters of the Vertifor Insurance Podcast here in Denver. And we have what I think is going to be a really good conversation with my guy, Charles Specht. He is uh, like sales dude. Like this guy will teach sales to people who have never learned how to do sales. He'll get guys, gals that are, are good to be great. Uh, I've worked with Charles a lot over the years. I'm a fan and I am pleased and thank you for being here, Charles. Absolute pleasure, Rick. Thanks for inviting me. And I can't wait to just try and give as much value as possible to your listeners. Me too. And, and the topic we're going to talk about is near and dear to my heart. We'll get to that in a second. But what we always do at the beginning of these is we really like to get a little more depth into who you are and where you came from, kind of what your journey was to get to where you are. So the listeners kind of feel like they have, you know, a better sense of, of Charles. So kind of mm -hmm. tell us your journey. How did you get to where, how did you get to this podcast today? Yeah. So I started in the insurance business back in the year 2000. I had a friend who was already in the business. I was kind of looking for, you know, something that was going to be more long-term he set up an interview and um, I ended up in the insurance business, just really not knowing anything, being completely green and uh, just working with what I what I now know is a pretty good firm. You know, back then I didn't know what was the difference between one versus another, but a really good firm, great people uh, just continued to kind of learn and spend a lot of time uh, doing property and casualty for the construction industry. That was really where I cut my teeth and so continued doing that. Um, that particular agency, however, where the profit center where I was at was kind of having some issues and they were thinking about closing that particular location. And so I just kind of started looking at alternatives on where I might go and I ended up going to a much larger agency um, that was really more kind of a national international brokerage firm and continued just to do construction, but just started going after much larger accounts. And that was really kind of an eye opening moment for me mm -hmm. that yeah. you can do the exact same thing, but you can make a lot more money and actually have more fun by going after larger accounts. And so I was an insurance producer for about 10 years, you know, I had a million dollar plus book of business. And uh, it was just really kind of enjoying life, but I really wanted to even do more in nonprofit and particularly ministry. And so what I made a decision to actually get out of the production side mm -hmm. and I opened up a consulting company so that I could have the, a little bit more freedom of schedule. And so I started a consulting company where the insurance buyers were hiring me to help them you know, manage their insurance process and just give them unbiased advice. And I did that for about three years. And really, you know, when I was working with this, these insurance buyers and all of their agents, I began to realize that, wow, these agents really don't know what their differentiation is. They don't know what they're asking for. They're really Amen. just asking to offer quotes. And so um, I began to make a little bit of a pivot and started working with a number of these agents. In fact, an agency 
you know, hired me on a six month retainer to kind of work with them. And I began to realize that this is actually a lot of fun as well. And so over the last, you know, 10 plus years, I've been doing that particular focus in my, my consulting company, working with agents and agencies around the United States and even some internationally, helping them really from A to Z, deciding what to go after, what to prospect, what is your differentiation, what's your message, going for the broker record letter, closing the sale, really everything from A to Z, from start to finish to help insurance agents build a $1 million or more book of business. It's so great, Charles. And what I love is I can tell when you're talking, you're passionate about what you do. We love getting people on the show that love what they do and love to help. That's kind of the whole premise of why we're doing this podcast is try to get yeah. as much great information out into our industry as possible. So kudos to you, Charles. Love what you do. Toward the end of this, we'll make sure everybody knows how to get a hold of you if they want to further the conversation. So now I want to talk, touch on our topic for the day. And the topic is mindset. Anybody out there that listens to me ever or follows me on or connects with me on LinkedIn and sees my Monday motivations knows that mindset is a huge part of what I think is a differentiator for anyone in anything they do in any part of their life. Mm -hmm. the, the, just to be in the right mind frame and have the right mindset can be, uh, it can be life altering, right? I mean, that can mm -hmm. be something that changes the way you are in your, with your job, what we'll talk about with sales. Um, with your relationships, with your children, all of these things, mindset is so important. I don't want to be on the soapbox on mindset too long because I want to make it more specific, Charles, to what you feel and and give out as sort of the the the, the differentiators. The way you change, the way you think, changes the way you sell, which changes the way you earn. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it's kind of. I'm going to kick it over to you. And I just, I like, let's just get into it. Like, let's talk about, let's just start, let's jump in. All right. Yeah. Prospecting. Yeah. Let's start with Got prospecting. It. Well, hundred percent, Rick, you know, I truly believe that the sales process, the sales game for an insurance producer, doesn't matter if you're selling PNC health life, you know, it doesn't matter. EB mindset is going to be about 90% of this whole game. If you will, there's product, there's strategy, there's scripting and all of that. But if you don't have confidence in what your process is, if you're not feeling it, if you will, nobody prospects when they're yeah. not in the right mindset, period. Yeah. And so when I look at a lot of the insurance agents that are out there who are like trying to figure out, you know, what to do so that they can start you know, making the right choices or agency principles trying to figure out where to take their agency. You know, when I'm looking at producers and I'm looking at what they're writing or not writing, and I just see like big gaps or just a really small, you know, level of success in the year, I know what the issue is even before I even really have to spend yeah. time with them. It's just that they're not in the right mindset. They're head's just not where it needs to be. And so, you know, I, I would venture to guess that the vast majority of agents who hire me, you know, are looking for accountability or they're looking for mindset. They're looking for all of that, even though they might say, well, I need a better script. I need to know how to cold call better. Right. Um, I'm telling you, uh, mindset is always the one of the first modules that I deal with. Um, and really, it's kind of interlaced in everything that I work on. I mean, really, when I work with insurance producers, the first thing is going to be, let's take a look at your calendar. I want to see where you're actually spending your time because I can tell a lot about where your mind's at based upon where yeah. you're spending your time. So we actually go through all of that. But I mean, if you think about it this way, you know, many insurance producers, salespeople out there, 
they don't prospect because they lack confidence. Yeah. They're scared. Okay. They're scared of being told no. They're scared of that rejection. And I get it. Nobody likes to be told no. Nobody likes to be hung up on. But at the end of the day, you, you really, that's not happening all that much. And frankly, no just means not yet when you really start to think about yeah. it. It's not that never. It's just that not yet. You haven't yet convinced me. You haven't yet actually piqued my attention so that I'm willing to give you an hour of my life. That's what we kind of need to work on when we talk about the scripting and so forth. But there's so many other things, and I actually think there's more to that when it comes to the mindset. So in other words, um, nobody wants to prospect when they have a toothache. You know, <laughs> nobody wants to prospect when they're going through a divorce. Yeah. Nobody wants to prospect when, you know, they've got COVID. Trust me, had that, don't want to do it yeah, again. Yeah, you went through that. Yeah. Nobody wants to prospect when their kid, you know, is struggling, you know, with drugs and making bad choices in life. Like there's so many things that come into play that hinder us and cause us to not be in the right mindset. Give me an example. Well, hold on, Charles. Let me, yeah. let me jump in here. So, so I, I'm, I'm like literally over here nodding my head and I'm like, yes, this is, this is exactly it. I want to, I want to bring it back just for a second, just to, mm -hmm. to kind of hammer it home and, and think about this in this perspective, anybody out there listening, this mindset thing is real and it is like, think about it. And I, I, a good example would be, so you've all heard me talk about Dylan Braun. He's our producer. Uh, Dylan will get up in the morning, go to the gym, get a lift, maybe do a run. Uh, that's his, his mindset is I'm going to go take care of my body. Mm. And my mindset is I hate working out. <laughs> and to your point of accountability, I can go somewhere where there's maybe like a, uh, like a circuit training where I'm mm -hmm. like in a, in a thing where I know exactly where to go next and do that thing. I'm just using it as, as an example of how many things in our life we now that now here's the difference. I want to, I want to be in shape and I want to do that. But if I don't like get there on a Tuesday or get there on a Thursday and I miss a day. Okay. I probably didn't do the best for my body, but you, what you're talking about, Charles is your livelihood. You're mm -hmm. talking Lifestyle. about the money. And, and, mm -hmm. and to me, when we start talking about insurance money, we start talking about the, the next 10 to 20 years. Think about that prospecting call today that didn't turn into a sale that could have been your customer for 10 years worth of commissions like mm -hmm. that's the part where really like before you go on i want people to really understand now i guarantee you there's somebody out there right now it's like yeah we're good i'm i'm making the kind of money i want okay that's fine but what charles is saying isn't work seven times harder mm -hmm. it's figure it out with a different mindset so i just i wanted to make that yeah. point because to me it feels like there's so many parts of our life where we we are we are just we control it and we choose not to. And so I'm asking everyone to open your hearts, open your minds, and listen to what Charles has to say here. Because if he puts you on this path, that there's literally stamp it guaranteed, you're going to be more successful in your process, mm -hmm. in your in your career. And what that means is you're gonna make more money. So I'll kick yeah. it back over to you, Charles. But I just wanted to kind of hammer that point because I think it's so important. Yeah. So what you said, I just echo everything. And, you know, when you start looking at the mindset of being prepared to prospect, prepared to sell, lifestyle choices are so critical. I mean, if you don't get sleep, 
the last thing you want to do is make cold calls. It's just when you're yeah. when you're tired, you don't want to prospect. These are just basic things of putting you in the right mindset. So as an example, I, I was working with an agent maybe a couple of years ago now. Um, he hired me and just right off the bat, I knew this guy was looking for magic fairy dust. <laughs> and I just said, hey, I just want to you know make sure we're kind of both on the same page here, but I don't have any magic fairy dust to sprinkle on you and make you successful here. You know, we're going to talk about things that you can do from tactics and so forth. But I could just tell like he was he was kind of mad and upset and tired, like he was depressed. And I'm like, hey, man, just talk to me about what's going on. Why, what is, why do you think you're not you know, being successful, you're not prospecting? And it took a little while, but eventually he said, you know what, I'm just overweight and I don't have control on like my eating and I'm just tired and so forth. And you know what, like the, the conversation with him kind of, you know, it, it continued to, to, to be focused around sales, but we were just dealing with other issues. Yeah. And, you know, over the course of the next number of months, I mean, the guy dropped like, I think it was like 60 or 80 pounds. Wow. I mean, he was twice as much energy and his, his prospecting went up significantly and he was writing a lot of business Mindset. and it had nothing to do with script. It had nothing to do with prospecting. It had nothing to do with the size of the business he was going after. It was all how he was living. The choices that he was making in his day-to-day -day life impacted his success. And I'm just, I'm 100% that if you don't have energy, you don't want to prospect. If you're, you know, if you are depressed, you don't want to prospect. If there are other things that are going on in life, you don't want to prospect. And so when it comes down to that mindset, I really feel that it's important for every single salesperson to really start looking at where they're at in their life. What are they doing with their time? What are they doing to make sure that they have joy, happiness, satisfaction, getting exercise, getting the right sleep, taking care of their diet? All of these things are, I do believe, so much more important than having the best script under yeah. the sun. Hey, Charles, let me ask you a question because I, I, I'm hearing this and I'm, and I'm again, playing the, the doubter here that, that's, mm -hmm. that's out there. And you know, you know the producers I'm talking about that are, that are doing, they're doing really well. They're making money. Mm -hmm. uh, they are living a certain lifestyle now, and, and it might be a good lifestyle. It might be golf three days a week, take the kids to school in the morning, uh, and, and they might have chosen that. But, but I would challenge even that model. Like you're talking about like life changes, like you know, mm. losing weight, working out, healthy thinking, healthy relationships. For those, for those that are out there that are, that are doing fine, and they're living a lifestyle that they believe is, is uh, it's good. I, I want to say this, and then I'd love to get your comment on it, but I would challenge you to say, what if your mindset just shifted a little, mm -hmm. maybe a lot, but just a little, and you didn't, you weren't quite as lifestyle and a little more business, not even, a, not even all the way to the wall. Cause those, mm -hmm. we know those guys are right. But as it relates to, those in-betweeners that are doing fine, but if they, and, and they're actually, you know, they, they're feeling good. They drive a nice car. They, they golf three days a week. But if you just took it up a few notches, that lifestyle that you live will carry forever, like until you're retired and not doing anything in golfing seven days a week. So yeah. even that mindset is important. I just wanted to throw that out for you and have you yeah. comment on it. Yeah, you know, one of the nice things about the insurance business for a producer is that you can create the lifestyle you want. And, you know, it, hey, if somebody wants, you know, to to build a book of business where they are very comfortable in golf three days a week, that's great. I mean, that's that's one of the nice things about insurance. But I also know 
that producers, you know, when you still start stripping away all those you know, layers of golf and you know, outings and, and leisure and so forth, at the end of the day, we are hunters. Yes. Period. Thank you. I want to hear the word yes. When I'm prospecting, I want my prospect to say yes. I'm willing to do business with you. That, for me, is fun. That's fun. Prospecting, not so much fun. Quoting, definitely no fun. But when the prospect says, yes, I will do business with you, like that is validation. That is exciting. That will give me joy much better than even having like a, a great round of golf. Right. I mean, I just, I think that producers, unfortunately, when we start creating, you know, something, we start getting comfortable. We forget what it's like to hunt and we become account managers. Renewals, are important for insurance agencies. They are the lifebread of it, but it's also very boring for an insurance producer. And to start swaying away from the hunt, we just become really high-paid account executives and frankly, right. even high-paid account managers. It's definitely one of the, I think, biggest frustrations of agency principals. You know, you had these people who were great at sales. They sold, sold, sold. They really you know, were successful at it, built a big book of business, and now they are doing something where they're not really selling. And so... I actually you know, work with them, you know, those producers on saying, okay, remember what it was like to get that last big sale, right? That was fun. You don't yeah. have to go and quote. You don't have to waste any time quoting. We can just work on broker of record letters going forward. That's a lot more fun, getting them to fire someone else and hire you. You don't even have to spend time doing any of that. I'm just getting them to say yes. I do believe that that is probably one of the biggest differences between an account manager and a, an actual producer yeah. is that producers are the hunter, while, if you will, the account manager is like the gardener taking right. care of already what's in the basket. You know, we as salespeople, people we have to stay in that mindset that we hunt and we want to hear the word yes so if i'm if i'm like if i'm listening in and there's no way that anyone's listening in and not thinking this makes a heck of a lot of sense but if i'm listening in and i'm like okay so so how do i how do i do this you mentioned a bunch of things i kind of want to put them into more of like bullets like mm -hmm. um you, you said i'm, I'm gonna say them and then you put them in any order you want but you mentioned confidence you mentioned um you know, putting your life aside or, you know, or being able to maybe compartmentalize some of the stuff that's going on outside of your job and your, the mindset you need to be successful. What mm -hmm. else is there? Is there things like, like, do I, what, what is, do I need, obviously I need to make a plan. What does that look yeah. like? Well, that was the word I was going to use. You stole my thunder. Thanks, for it. I appreciate it. <laughs> That's my show. Yeah. <laughs> I can do whatever I want, Charles. <laughs> the, you, uh, you have to plan. Uh, for an insurance producer who has no plan, has no strategy, there is zero reason why you should be confident. Zero. I mean, you should have no confidence whatsoever. When I was an insurance producer just starting out and I didn't know anything, I had zero confidence that I was going to be able to have a conversation <laughs> with a prospect, you know, be able to tell them about what's there and what's not in the proposal. I mean, just had no clue because one, they really didn't have a plan that taught me about those things. So, you know, one of the first things, like I mentioned that we do is that I actually have like a, a full weekly calendar where, you know, I have that person start itemizing what they're going to be doing with their time. We time block it Monday through Friday. I mean, if they want to put it down for Sunday and Saturday as well, it's great. But I want to see 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. Where are we going to spend our time and what are we going to do in those time blocks? Once we kind of figure that out, we can create the plan, the prospecting plan, like we're going to do cold calling and this time and this and then in this this time block is going to be you know networking events and then we're going to spend an, you know an hour and a half of doing LinkedIn on Thursday and you know once we actually create a plan and then we have training that helps us understand how to do that 
confidence comes from doing that. But at the same time, at the end of the day, I can tell somebody about how exhilarating it is to ride a bike, you know, go really fast and, you know, just have that wind blowing through your hair and how to balance and so forth. But until you actually get on the bicycle and try and figure out your balance, you can't really ride a bike. Right. And that's really kind of like where the rubber meets the road is you can have that plan. You can have that preparation. You can have the best script. But at the end of the day, you got to pick up the telephone and dial seven numbers. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to make, you know, uh, appointments with a telephone, period. Same thing has to happen with email and give you the best scripts. But if you're unwilling, lazy whatsoever, um, there's it's just not going to happen. And I mean, look. We live in a day and age where there is just a tremendous technology at our fingertips, right, for insurance agents. There is literally zero reason why we should fail in almost any aspect of our business. It's just a matter of are we willing to implement? And I would tell you, look, there's a lot of insurance agents out there who do spend time getting the right training. Their, Their agencies give them the right things. But for one reason or another, it is a failure to implement it, it kind of ties back to fear, a failure to implement, and therefore you never achieve the results that you want. It really is, I think, kind of that simple. Um, if I can even take it one step further. Yeah, please. I do believe that the vast majority of the success or the failure is, and if I can just put it this way, 95% of the agency principal's fault. Okay. They allow things to happen or not happen. They allow their producers to go after small little tiny accounts and start getting successful at writing those tiny accounts. And then they're suddenly bogged down and, you know, 80% of their day is now servicing these little accounts and they have a $70,000 book of business. And whose fault is that? Not the agents. That's the produce. That's the principal's fault of allowing those things to happen. It's the agency principal's fault for not having a training program in place. You can do the, the, all that sales training in house. You don't have to hire me or somebody else. It's just that you can't just throw that mud against the wall to see what sticks. I you love that. Charles, let me cut, let me, let me ask you something. Yeah. And this is important because I love what you just said, but I also know our industry and I know that what you just said can be taken out of context and give our producers sort of an out. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I didn't get trained right. So I'm not going to prospect today. Yeah. I, I want to make sure we're clear in your, in your messaging. It is still your choice as producers. Mm-hmm. You, you got to do what you're told or what you're given, or if you, this, we want you niching in this area, that's fine, mm-hmm. but you can go learn and you can use tools and not, no plug here, but like a tool like Vertifor's Reference Connect that has every piece. It's basically the Google for insurance. Yeah. And to your point on confidence, I need to know what I'm doing. So go figure it out. So mm-hmm. I, I agree with you hundred <laughs> percent that the principal must be held accountable, but Beyond that, it is still your world, producer. One hundred percent. The yeah. buck has to stop with me. Yes. You know, as a as a salesperson, you know, I'm responsible to to make enough money to pay my electric bill. Yep. I am responsible for that. As an agency owner, an agency principal, he or she is responsible to to make sure that I can be as successful as possible. Yep. Right. That's their responsibility. But. You know, I, if you will, I applied for the position. I know the job duties. I know what it is. I should have, obviously, you know, the desire and the mindset of wanting to be successful at it. And so now then it's just a matter of me making sure that I'm doing what I need to do in order to be successful. So, yes, I mean, I, I, 
you know, you can kind of take it a, a lot of different ways, but that agency principle, so completely um, responsible yep. for the success of their agency yep. um, on the decisions that they make. The individual producer, the buck stops with him or her. You will be successful or unsuccessful based upon your confidence, your mindset, and frankly, how much effort you put into it. Yeah. So much effort and attitude, right? That's it. Effort mm -hmm. and attitude. Yep. All right. So let me, let me kind of button these things up. The bullets are um, having the right goals or plan in place, uh, putting your life aside, not necessarily, you know, but just compartmentalizing what's going on so that you can focus. And then I think the next three bullets are confidence, confidence, and confidence. Is that fair to say? <laughs> yep. I think that's a great way to look at it. Yep. Yeah. And maybe even not three, four, and five, maybe one, two, and three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's that that's that's how much this is about you figuring it out in your head how to do this. Now, mm -hmm. the great thing is if you look in the mirror and you're thinking, okay, this all makes sense, but I need some help. There's people out there like Charles, there's people out there, you know, to, to Charles' point, your agency principal, people in your agency that can help you. You're not on an island, but you, but the buck does stop with you. Okay, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Charles, I'm, uh, this is great. I mean, this is such great information. I, I, it makes, like, I'm, I'm pointing my finger through the screen at everybody listening and saying, go work on your mindset. Mm -hmm. Have the right conversations put the right amount of effort into it, make a plan. And then that confidence comes from all of those things. You should have it anyway, because a no is just a no. And if you're a hunter, that's just the way it goes. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it, it can be hard. Or if you're having a tough week, uh, you know, no one's saying yes, compartmentalize it, mindset. So here's what I would say. If you're listening in and you, you, you're kind of, you're in that mindset right now where you're like, yeah, this sounds good. I probably need to take a look in the mirror. I probably need to work on my mindset. Good. That's great. And, and you should, and you should start that as soon as you, as soon as you press stop on this podcast, go, go start working on that. But I would also say that for most of you, investing in yourself is as important as anything else and working with people like Charles to get not just, like he said, this isn't about scripts and, and cadences, but it's about accountability. It's about mindset. It's about having someone that knows this, that has proven over and over that producers can be good, they can be great, or they can be superhuman. Charles mm -hmm. works with the superhuman. If that's what you're looking for, I would definitely connect with Charles. Charles, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Yeah, if I can say, you know, two ways. Um, LinkedIn is really where I spend the vast majority of my time and I'm constantly, you know, just talking to different agents and people in the insurance business and messaging back and forth, just trying to be helpful. So if we're not connected there, go there. You know, if you have questions, send me a message, you know, we'll definitely begin a conversation. But, you know, probably the, really the, the other place is go to www.millionaireinsuranceproducer.com. You know, that really is kind of the place on my website where, you know, I, I have um, an ebook that you can get, which gives you really the seven top ways to build a $1 million or more book of business. Um, it really kind of gives you the basic strategy on what you need to do in order to build your book up to a million. Again, that was millionaireinsuranceproducer.com. That's a cool name too, by the way. Charles, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for being on. We'll do this again. Uh, I think it's great content. Everybody reach out, connect with Charles. Thanks for doing this, my man. I appreciate it, Rick. You have a wonderful day.
All right. Thanks, you too. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Do not forget to be subscribed to the VIP wherever you listen to your podcasts. And also, if you do, would do me the solid, go to vertifor.com, go to the resources tab, click on podcasts, and subscribe there as well. You get bonus content and some really cool stuff that we do for the people that are subscribed through Vertifor. And as always, make sure, like with Charles, that you're connected with me and, on LinkedIn and send me notes. Send me, I love the feedback. I get a lot of good stuff. I get people that say, hey, you should do this more do this less what guests should we have on what topics should we rant about just make sure you're being um, not only a listener and a quiet part of our community but a, a vocal part of this community it'll help us get better help get more information out there to you again charles speck the man make sure you're connected with him thanks everybody for tuning in and we will see you next time thanks for listening to the vertifor insurance podcast and tune in next thursday for a brand new episode you can find more episodes at vertifor.com under the resources tab or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to subscribe and join in on the conversation on LinkedIn and Twitter at Vertifor.